G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our Eurovision Weekly Show. We are just back up from a weekend on the Gold Coast. We've got a little bit to sunburn, I must say. <laughs> so we did have a nice little sunny weekend, it didn't we? It was lovely. Very, very lovely. And yes, it got on the tennis court there for a couple of hours. And boy, is my face quite burnt. Yes, you are <laughs> quite burnt at the moment. And of course, we still managed to get up and, well, you managed to get up and watch the World Cup final. Mm-hmm which took place this morning. Yes, and I'm so glad I did get up. It was like the best World Cup final ever. Like very rarely do these types of matches bring a spectacle because it's just so much pressure. But my gosh, it was just amazing. The whole 120 plus minutes. Yeah, exactly. Well, look, we won't talk about football anymore on the podcast, <laughs> particularly Australian football at the moment. Let's not go there. The reason I didn't catch it is because covering a vid beer, we saw pretty much an all-nighter on Saturday night. And that's what we're here to talk about today. It's all about Ukraine's national final vid beer. The very first one of the year started at 1am Sunday morning for us, didn't it? Mm, yes. Um, and what a show. Uh, I think there's so much to talk about. There is a lot to unpack from that national final. Yeah, well, let's talk about the show first, because as many of you know, it was held in a metro station mm-hmm. slash bomb shelter, mm-hmm. obviously to ensure the safety of everyone and that the show could go ahead. Um, what did you think of the show overall? Under the circumstances, what they produced, everything, the visual, the sound, it was fantastic. You really have to take your hat off to the Ukrainians. It was just a, a terrific performance uh, by everyone all around. What a wonderful achievement. I mean, Vibir at the best of, like, is always really, really slick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's That national final would rival nearly every other national final out there, other than the really big guns. Yes, it was a very small space, but it looked slick. It looked really good. They managed to still have some sweeping cameras going on. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, there's some vision where someone goes from the train platform and walks to the stage. It's about 10 meters. Mm. You could hear the trains going in between the songs because they had to obviously stop the schedule for the songs. <laughs> it was remarkable. I mean, just what an achievement. But also, just it would have been a great show even if it wasn't the bomb shelter situation as well. It was just very well done. Yeah, how they managed to, the trains not to completely ruin the show was incredible. You could hear them, but it didn't detract from the show one little bit, I don't think. But I think it is a great lesson, I think, for a lot of broadcasters out there. You don't have to go bigger and better to have a good national final. You can do it in an almost studio situation. And as long as you have some creativity and you use those resources around you, then you can make it look fantastic. Because I think quite a few broadcasters do go out of their way to go, we'll put on this spectacular. And then ultimately, it's not about that. It is about showcasing the songs. And I think that's what uh, the Ukrainians managed to do very, very well. Yeah, exactly. There's one part I wish they did take. They should have taken the train schedule into consideration and made it a shorter show. Because, <laughs> I mean, Vidvir at the best of times goes at a glacial pace with normally six songs. This had 10. It went for four hours. Like, mm. 1 a.m. start for us, the earliest of all time we've had. There was like a 40-minute Kalish Orchestra documentary in the middle of it, but still, it wasn't fast-paced, let's put it that way, but that's always uh, Vidbir. A lot of talking from the hosts and the judges. And there was a lot of hosts, there was a lot of different judges, etc. So there was a lot going on. Of course, we had some lovely interval acts as well. You know, Verka Saduchka made an appearance. So there was a lot going on, but I think um, overall it was quite a triumph. Well, talking of triumph, we did have a winner of Vidbir and our first entry for Eurovision 2023. It was Tavorchi with Heart of Steel. 
Cause no matter how bad someone's listening Don't get what you say Don't get how you feel Get out of my way This I got with the jury first with the Ukrainian public. Mm. Quite a surprise winner for many. Um, what were your thoughts on this? Well, I mean, I guess I was a little surprised, even though in our uh, previous discussion about this, we said it was the song that stood out for us. To win the tally vote by it as much as it did, uh, got what, roughly around 8,500 more than the next uh, entry, goes to show. I think it really resonated with the Ukrainian people. Obviously, the jury liked it as well to give it a fighting chance to to take the crown. Yeah, I mean, definitely was a surprise to me. As you mentioned, look, yeah, it was our 12 points from the first listen through, but I never really expected it to win. I was really quite shocked. But then when you look back, not surprised in a way because there's so much to take out of this. I was so impressed with that staging. They were very clever because for those who didn't watch, there were LEDs on the side and this heart in the middle that was more static, that wasn't LEDs. And sometimes that kind of detracted from a couple of the performances, not all of them. They kind of just stuck this four square thing in front of that heart Mm -hmm. and really played around with graphics and light and camera shots with that to make something really quite phenomenal and be a slick as a song itself. It's a very slick commercial song, I thought. Yeah, it definitely had a point of difference, the song. And you're right, the staging was very impactful. Simple, but impactful. And it had its various little stages, so you felt it moved along as well. I think the whole tone of the song was so different than some of the others that it really, really did stand out. Now, when you look into the you know, the meaning of the song, there's obviously quite a few layers there. Now, it is referring to the conflict in, in Ukraine, as most of the songs we've probably heard were, but it wasn't in a completely overt way. Some of the others perhaps may have fallen into that trap type of thing. So a, a worthy winner for me and something I think when it hits the stage in Liverpool, it's going to resonate with people because it isn't overt. Mm, Who knows what mm, the situation mm. will be in May. Perhaps the conflict hopefully would have, have ended in Ukraine by then. There's going to be a certain amount of people that go, oh, here's Ukraine, I'm expecting a bit of a war ballad or something, and they're not doing that, they're not sending that, and I think that in itself gives it a really good point of difference and a clever edge. Yeah, it's kind of more defiant Mm. um, rather than woe is, and there's nothing with woe is because that's totally understandable, all a bit more of a ballady one, so... And it's not so straight down the line about it being... I mean, then I first heard it, I was like, Heart of Steel, Resilience, there's all the middle finger up and this little bit of a play on the kind of almost sounding like a relationship breakup, but hey, you know, Mm -hmm. Ukraine, Russia, of course. But what I really noticed too is we had a lot of comments on a couple of the videos we did where a lot of Ukrainian um, people commented, which is so good to get their insight. And I kind of missed this and it was really, I think, bad that we didn't catch it. The steel works in Mariupol... Azovsta, which went under this massive siege for months and the workers there who in the army who fought and tried to defend and did as much as humanly possible really resonates in Ukraine and it's very much an ode to them mm-hmm. and you can see that in some of the imagery even people were saying some of the commentary like the, the Jesus Christ type of stuff mm-hmm. very much about the sacrifice the mm. sacrifice I made to this so you can see why it resonated with them and they also very much said like Yes, the Westerns love the folk and the Ukrainian stuff of that, but we're kind of sick of that and we want to send something more modern. And dare say, I also 
would suggest pointing towards the West, something in English, something that is a more Westernized stuff. So it's quite symbolic in lots of ways about what's happened without having to say the word war. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, obviously, that situation with the steelworks in Mariupol was, it was a real, and still is a real symbol of defiance for the Ukrainians. And you're right, it's such a departure from what we've seen in recent years from them. It is in English. It has strayed away from that traditional sort of sound that we were getting from them. So again, very clever. And I think this is going to resonate with Europe. I really, really like it. I think they played very well to the domestic audience. Mm -hmm. I do think, and would have said this from the start as well, it needs a killer punch a bit more, especially in that probably that last third coming into that last chorus where there's could be a moment after the um that needs to be a bit more that needs to be definitely more stronger the jury comments with that and they were agreeing along so maybe we will see a revamp of that or just a bit of a oomph um mm. in liverpool and also it's their kind of host year they don't have to be amazing this is just a very solid good song with a strong message and what's wrong with that yeah exactly they don't have to go through the semi-finals this year that is uh, a very good point straight through to the final look there's room to grow with this you don't have to reinvent the wheel i think everything's there for an excellent impactful performance and something that's going to stick with people yeah, a little tweak around the edges here and there probably wouldn't hurt. Obviously, they're going to have a lot more to work with when it comes to staging in Liverpool. So I'm really excited. I think the Ukrainians, they're always very good at, at Eurovision. I mean, they're one of the top, top nations, and I think they've got something really good to work with here. And the last thing I want to say on this song is amazing to see a public vote winner from Ukraine for a black artist as mm -hmm. well. Um, moved he moved to Ukraine to study with a lot of people from um, he's from Nigeria but a lot of people from Africa have mm. and it's a great combination between the two the other guys obviously Ukrainian and considering there was a lot of issues at the start of the conflict about how some of the students in Ukraine from Africa were treated I think this is a really nice message to win the public vote to get through as well so yeah lots of lots of love for the whole thing actually i'm yeah. really pleased with the result in lots of different ways i'll agree shocked with... but pleased <laughs> <laughs> i will agree with that i think it is a, a, an excellent result uh on so many levels well tavorci took first place and we'll be heading to liverpool but our runner-up was krut with koliskova <laughs> favorites going in it won the jury got third with the public vote were you surprised Krut didn't get the ticket probably after watching the show and seeing a lot of the reaction from online and some of the uh, some of the emotion that she brought to that performance I thought she was in the box seat mm. I did think she was probably potentially gonna take it um, I was surprised to see her come third I think in the public, maybe second. I could have seen that being the case. And around twenty thousand votes behind, so yeah. a fair way behind with the public. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll start with some of the positives on mm. this as well because I, again, I thought she did a really emotional performance, and I particularly like the start. 
the softness of playing her that instrument, the traditional instrument of Ukraine, and that white circle with the hands coming through, really nice staging elements there and a nice vocal. And I think it ended really well when she came to the front of the stage and she was centerpiece and it was all red and she was kind of like really letting out. There was That was a really nice moment. I do think it lost its way in the middle a lot. Yeah, I'll agree. You can't expect too much from staging in a situation or the circumstances they were in. But at the same token, I was kind of expecting a little bit more impact. You're right. I think there were some very good elements there that really did tug at the emotions and tug at the heartstrings. But it also kind of lost its way or felt a bit flat sometimes as well. Look, I, I enjoyed it. And I'm to be honest, I really, when I was watching it, going, oh, this is probably going. Mm. But um, yeah, and, and obviously the jury liked it as well, ranking it first. Something about it just didn't quite land right on the night, I think. Yeah, I think it was affected by the small stage. A big stage, I think, would have worked really well for this. It was a bit her to the side and then the backup dan- the backup dancers. <laughs> that would have been interesting for this. Backup singers mm. lined up. It looked like a kind of late night show. And we can we understand why. Mm-hmm. But a, a viewer is still a viewer. And yep. they're still going to react to that. It felt cluttered, the stage. And then the child thing, you know how I feel about children yes, on stage. I, I knew I, that child was going to trigger oh, you. Exactly. And there was a point where there was this really great moment where she's kind of doing her big sort of whaley vocal bit, that strength. They've done a shot of the child mm. terribly playing that instrument, like for no reason. Get that child off and go back to her. <laughs> yeah. So there was just that middle bit, I think, lost its way. And ultimately also, there's not much of a, I guess, a traditional song. Yeah. It's a, like a music piece. Mm. And I think, again, coming back to some of the Ukrainians are saying, maybe they just don't want to send this kind of folky, whaley uh, music piece and they want to send a song. I think if this had gone to Liverpool, you know, when the Ukraine symbol came up to say who's next, everyone was kind of would have been expecting a song like this, mm. to be honest. This is the, oh, here we go. This is the, the Ukrainian um, kind of war entry. I hate to call it that. I think it probably would have missed a little had it gone. Um, but you're right, I think, with the staging and a bigger stage. If you add things like smoke and a bit more, yeah, a bit more sort of movement or something into it, I think it could have, you know, conveyed the message a little clearer or a little more slickly. Yeah, yeah. there's the, her music video is very powerful mm. um, and it works so well. And it, you can't replicate that because it's like soldiers and the thing and everything. Mm. But the visual could have matched the song throughout the whole three minutes a lot better. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned, start and good middle. Nah. Mm. So it's a shame. I think with a, a much better staging, it could have had a chance, but I feel for her. She was third last time in 2020 and she's been second this time. Mm. I think she pretty much has said, I mean, straight after that, she doesn't really want to have another crack, but Tavorchi in 2020 said they'll never do it again, and yeah. here they are. <laughs> yeah. So I'd love to see her back because I, I really respect her as an artist. Oh, Lovely vocal um, and could really bring something. Definitely. I think, I mean, obviously she was going to be disappointed. Look, she has got something there. There is something there with her that I think would represent Ukraine very, very well on the Eurovision stage. This one probably just missed the mark a little bit in future. You know, she has got that real fusion of traditional and she can bring modern to it. And that has worked for Ukraine a lot lately. So, yeah, I'm a little surprised she didn't get the ticket, but obviously the uh, Ukrainian public were looking for something different this time. Well, the big favourite going into the evening, finishing third in the end, it was Jerry Hale with When God Shut the Door. When God shut the door, I fell on the floor. 
third with the jury and second with the tally vote for a kind of a surprising third place overall. What were your thoughts? Yeah, look, I actually quite enjoyed the performance. It was always going to be a difficult song for her to sing live, I thought. And perhaps that's where she fell down a little in the juries, may have been with the vocal uh, representation. There is a lot going on in the song. There is a lot. And the judges had a lot to say to her about it as well. I'm not surprised at the jury uh, score. I'm a little surprised it was so far behind Tavorchi in the public vote. But again, maybe the public were just looking for something a little different. I thought she looked great. I liked the way she represented herself with the headphones and the kind of flowers and everything. Mm, mm. So again, I find her another artist that's got a lot to offer. Perhaps this wasn't the right one, even though I do think it's a lovely and powerful song. Maybe, again, just not the right time for Jerry this year. But you could see her progression from vegan to this, my God. Like, it's two different artists oh, almost. Even in the show, she referred to vegan and said it was infantile. <laughs> yeah. So, look, I'm just glad Jerry agrees with us. Hey, did, there we, are... did we bag it out last <laughs> yeah, time? Yeah, well, there are some people in the Aussie Vision team, Cooper, hello, yeah. who was who covered a lot of vid beer for us, who thought vegan was great and should have gone. And the fact that Jerry says it was terrible, yes, we can all agree on that. <laughs> I thought, actually, the staging looked really good. I liked hmm. the way they did it. It was almost like church-like... And the sort of, uh, not dances, but the movement of those four backup kind of dances behind her and moving around mm. her gave a little bit of movement and again put a structure in front of that heart and gave a central point. So I thought it was good. I actually thought her vocal was was actually pretty good. And particularly at the end, she did a big sort of vocal, not a flourish, but like some big vocal moments. Mm. And she sang along to the operatic bit like not too loud so the backing vocal was still stronger than her <laughs> so yeah it was it was all very good and solid what i think really showed up from the studio to the live is how it's a bit of a disjointed song mm. it doesn't flow very well uh the english bit then it goes to the operatic bit then is the rappy bit yeah then it's I thought particularly the strongest part was the Ukrainian side. Uh, very strong and sung really well. Uh, and I thought that was fantastic. I really hate the rap bit. I really hate the rhymey-rhymey over the whole thing. It was all very good as a package. I just didn't feel the emotion I expected to feel when I watched that song. That song. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. The very disparate parts of the song, I don't know, it just didn't come across as well live. And you're right, that rap slash spoken word part, no. It, it just sort of... I don't know, it's a bit of a downer, really, wasn't it? What, did Jamal, was Jamal the one who said, you're not a rapper, so why are you rapping? Or yeah. something yeah. so harsh, the judges. Yeah. And then they, I think the fifth element was mentioned with, the, yeah, uh, with yeah. the operatic part. So, yeah, the juries had some you know issues with it, and I can kind of understand where they're coming from. It was a big swing, I'll give her that. It was a very, very big swing. Yeah, look, I thought this had every chance of winning, and I still thought it was going to win at the very end. I thought third and first, that would have been enough to win, mm -hmm. first with the public, for any tiebreakers. If she had come first, it would have been a three-way tie. Oh, gosh. Um, but she would have won because of the public vote. And I thought it would have been a good entry to send. All three of these would have been good entries to send, that they could change something for the big stage of Eurovision. But ultimately, the Ukrainian mm. people spoke. Yeah, and by the look of it, and obviously by the results, there was that three, that top three, that sort of broke away from everybody else. So it really was a race in three. Someone had to come third, and, and just the way the points have fallen, it happens to be Jerry on this occasion. But look, it was a good song. I think people are going to love it. You know, the people that love it will love it. Not really top-notch on the night for me, unfortunately. 
Yeah, bad luck for Jerry there. I would love to see her come back, actually. Mm. And um, she, again, is one who said, no, I don't want to come back ever again at this point <laughs> in time. But I think we could see her again on the Vidbeer stage. And I think she could bring something fantastic. Oh, very much so. And you can see her development as an artist. Um, I'd, I'd be excited to see what she could bring. Well, let's just quickly go through the rest of the artists in the order they came, Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Fiinka with Dobush in fourth place. Thoughts on this? Yeah, I I really liked this. Was it the most tidy piece of music and live presentation I've ever seen? Probably not. But I still think it had impact. I really liked her. There's something quite charismatic and likeable about her. Um, you could see the the public vote really dropped off after that first three. She got eleven thousand. You know, the thirty three was the next one up. So look, I liked it. I like her. It, it was a little odd, but yeah, I liked it. Yeah, look, I really love this going in, and I loved the chaotic energy she brought. <laughs> and like at times, it was really good, and the dancers were great. At times, the vocal was just all—it wasn't bad. It was just kind of like messy and rushed and fun. But it was the energy and some fun that we needed in that show, mm. and particularly at the time of the morning we were watching. But I loved it. She could come back anytime. Uh, I don't know if she'd ever get the ticket, <laughs> but I think she really brought something to the show, and I was so pleased to see her be the best of the rest yeah i agree and, and i agree with that whole energy and stuff like that it, the show needed it for me there's a few in here that they've just placed in there for probably musical variety she brought something she brought something different and and i'd like to see what else she produces and what she does outside of the you know vidber sphere oh yeah i was obsessed with her before she even started singing in her <laughs> postcard I, yeah. didn't, I, I didn't know what she was saying but girl i was living <laughs> yeah, i will agree all right fifth place was demchuk with alive hmm tidy this is tidy i liked him he probably did a little better with the juries than i thought he might which is probably why he's sitting in that fifth place but i, I, I quite liked it again another artists i'd like to see what they can bring yeah i was a bit uh his presentation was fantastic had the on kind of camera effect Mm. Uh, it looked really good yeah that augmented reality stuff yeah it just sounded like a c-grade dean lewis song that you hear promoting home and away so unfortunately the song just was a bit too basic copy paste kind of thing that we've heard all before but he seems to be a popular artist not so much in the public vote for this one but he could come back with something better he was good so i think he's got something the camera likes him and uh yeah i liked the presentation of it all right, next was Two-Tone. They came sixth place. This is the Rocky guys. What do you mm. think of them? Yeah, it's okay. It's probably not really my cup of tea. It's probably a bit higher than where I would have ranked it in the 10, but there was nothing wrong with it. And um, yeah, it seemed like uh, yeah, seemed like it kind of sat midfield with both jury and Telebot. Yeah, it was a bit it was a bit messy live. Um, a really good black and white effect with all the red was still there as well. It looked kind of good. When they got going, it was it all came together kind of as melodic heavy rock um a bit dated heavy rock but they, they were fine i was a little bit surprised to see it beat a few home but i didn't have any issues with it no um i didn't love it though but mm-hmm. um, again music variety nice to have something different in there can't that's always be safey safey that's true next up in seventh place was moise with i'm not alone speaking of safey safey <laughs> open the show oh, would you say this is safey safey yeah i would i don't know he opened the show and, and i mean he's obviously quite a, a talented young man this song just didn't grab me 
it just didn't grab me at all. And I think when you've got such a variety of smorgasbord going on type of thing, this felt a little bland for me. And yeah, I'm not surprised it got the lowest in the jury, to be honest. Tough gig opening the show and an interesting choice opening the show. Mm. A bit of pressure too. Interesting cardigan he was wearing. <laughs> yes, it was an interesting cardigan. I love that the um, instrumentation. So he's playing, I never know what you would call it in the East. Because like I would say a fiddle. But it's not. It's okay. a violin fiddle, whatever the Eastern Europeans will call that kind of thing. <laughs> anyway, but it was very, very, it was great. Um, vocally, he was not amazing, but there were some nice elements to that song. I almost wish someone else was singing it. Oh, God, that sounds terrible. That really didn't come out well, did it, Dale? <laughs> but, and then he was just doing the playing the instrument Ooh. bit. It had something, but yeah, look, it, it still, it did better in the public vote than I expected. Yeah, likewise. In eighth place, oh, robbed. Oi, sound system. They came eighth place overall. What were your thoughts? Well, I'm shocked because of all the impact I got from the songs on the night, this would have been in the top probably four for me, top four or five, um, almost best of the rest. Look, it is a kind of odd piece of music and it's not everyone's going to be everyone's taste, but there was something about it. It had impact, maybe a bit too much, actually. It was kind of slapping you across the face, but um, I kind of liked it. I really did. When I was watching it, I'm like, wow, this is this is wow. I don't know why, but it was wow. So, yeah, I'm a bit shocked that the public deserted it. I thought they might come for it a bit more. The juries didn't mind it too much. Yeah, like I thought about where it was in the juries is where I thought it would be. But, yeah, second last with the public. Maybe a bit too early in the piece and just maybe a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> in the last, when we were reviewing everything coming into it, I just thought, I just didn't know how to take this yeah. and that this was a bit of a mess, but always knew the visual could come together and make it better. And, ah, oh, she... Stunning. Amazing. Mm. Just incredible. Mm. Absolutely incredible. I loved what she was wearing. I loved her look and her performance and her vocal performance and the way she stared down that camera. Mm. It was a kind of Katarina-like yeah. from Goa in her, in her look and her presentation. So good. And I was really disappointed. This was almost my 12 points of the night. This yeah. was fantastic. I, I was obsessed it was good. with it, it. It got 2,500 votes, basically. Well, you know, I, like, if I was there, I would be 2,500. <laughs> I'm, I'm really shocked at that. I'm really shocked at that public vote. And also him, he was the DJ with the mask. Was it, yeah. was it him? I don't know. That's all been done before, hasn't it? I'm, I'm just a bit shocked on that one. I'm going to admit. Our ninth place was Tembo Blanche. What did you think of this? Um, it was okay. I quite uh, I, like this. Yeah, that's nice. Well, I thought they did a great little presentation. There was a, a lot of um, really nice chemistry. From what I could tell, they were a couple. <laughs> I think they were getting matching tattoos, which means oh. it's going to end in about three months. Um, <laughs> so, I, But it was nicely presented. They did a good job of it. It had a hooky little um, part of that chorus, but it did give me... Um, 90s, almost Frente um, sound of Australia, kind of Triple J sound back in the 90s or something. Yeah. In Ukrainian. It, it just felt, you know, as I said, like some songs were perhaps placed in there for musical variety, etc. And you do need that. I don't know. I, it just, I can barely remember it, to be honest. I was, just didn't really connect with me. It was fun. And then in, unfortunately, in last place was Angelina, the, the young artist, mm. the song Stronger. Um, she she came last overall. Thoughts? Yeah, look, she was. I thought she was good. Like she's got a nice vocal. It was a pleasant presentation. But when you've got so much going on and these big impactful songs and everything, I think she perhaps got a little stomped on on the night. Yeah, she's she's quite young. I mean, yeah, she's she wearing is. braces. Like yeah. you know, 
So saying that, my mum got braces when she was sixty. So <laughs> never too, never too old. But she had <laughs> it's kind of random, random fact. I know, right? Um, but she was, yeah, she's very young. Mm. And the song reminded me of something I would hear in Estee Lau about five years ago. Mm. Um, so yeah, and actually, I remember at the time I was tweeting out going. It reminds me of a song. I can't put my hand finger on it. It's something Scandi. It's something whatever. And Liv came back to to me and was like, "You know what it reminds me of? Junior Eurovision." It kind of probably and was, it, and it I kind think, of was. Yeah. I think she was on the Voice Kids Ukraine or something, <laughs> and Jamala was actually her coach. So oh, okay. it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if like you know she's. She's very, very young, so I don't want to criticise her too badly because I think she's got something there. I think that's a an artist we may see more in, in the future because she obviously can sing. She's obviously very talented, so perhaps not the right vehicle for her this year. Yeah, just great experience. Hmm. It's a little bit like in Australia decides when like an Erica Padilla, Aaliyah yep. Nanos goes out and has this experience that you would never get normally. So hmm. great, great for her. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, that was Vidbeer for another year. Hmm. Uh, you know what? Ukraine won. Yeah, I, I, the broadcaster won. Every artist won. It didn't matter who won that night. I was just, I cannot get over that show, and I'm so impressed. And it's almost like I'm calling national final of the year already, <laughs> just for the achievement of it. Not through sympathy, but just what a great production that was. So good, um, and the whole kind of Eurovision fan community came together a little bit on that yeah, one. Yeah, congratulations to them in Ukraine. That's a fantastic representation for them going into the new year. <laughs> Well, two other things outside Ukraine has happened or is about to happen. Mm. First up, today we got the songs out for Spain's Benidorm Fest. Yes, interesting to see. I haven't had a chance to sit down and listen to them all. I watched uh, the snippets. Yeah, look, interesting. I think there's a variety of stuff there. They've gone very pop-heavy for me this year. Whether that's the Chanel effect, uh, who knows? But this, there's some interesting artists, and yeah, looking looking forward to sitting down and sort of digesting them in full. Yeah, exactly. The full songs are available on the RTVE site. You can also go to Aussie Vision and find the links in that way. Or the Aussie Vision team is ranking as we speak mm. and listening as we speak. So we in the next shows we will bring our top songs, the choice of the team, and our more appropriate choice. I love it. We've, it's, it's Dale and Mike one, the Aussie Vision team zero after Ukraine. So let's see how that goes. I'm going in sort of fairly, but I really want Sharon song, the uh, winner of Drag Race Espana season two. I want hers to be really good. All right. And then the other thing taking place is Albania's Festivalia Kungus. Mm. Normally the yes. lead of the year it's been relegated to <laughs> second place in terms of going first after Ukraine. So the shows actually kick off from tomorrow. It's four nights. First night is half the acts. The second night is a, the second half of the acts. They do some random thing on the third night. And then all the things on the final night, which will be Friday morning in Australia, Thursday night in Europe. Yeah, interesting. Always great, Fick. I mean, I love it. It's not everybody's cup of tea. It is probably the sort of Sanremo of the Balkans. You can take it or leave it and it goes for hours and hours and hours. So I love it. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing because we haven't had the songs given to us yet. So I'm looking forward to hearing them and seeing them and um, seeing how many wailing guitar solos and men in suits we get to see this year well look it's going to be a little bit different as well already with the San Remo approach of not having the songs and the the whole I mean they change the format slightly every year but this one is very San Remo like so that's going to be really interesting to see how that goes also there will be a winner of Festivalia Kungus but there will be a Eurovision entry chosen by the public 
Oh. So the winner of fic from the jury... automatically go. No. That's a big development. There's a massive development. Mm. Now, that's the current situation. And you know how fics like, we don't even have a time yet. It's starting tomorrow morning. That's what has been revealed to be taking place. But there's nothing official. That's what we know and understand Ooh. it to be. But who knows? You know, come Friday, they might just change their mind and <laughs> they're going normally, to decide who the jury true, jury chooses. Normally, it's 100% jury, right? Yes. The, the yep. public don't have any say. Yep. Oh, wow. That's so, really interesting. I yep. think that's the best way to combine two things. The jury will pick the winner of FIC, but the public will say who goes to uh, Eurovision. Very, very good. Yeah, that'll, it'll be very interesting to see how that all plays out. Mm. Now, because we don't have the songs beforehand, we will see the first, we will only get the songs after two nights that we know all of them. And we will do a quick bonus episode during the week mm-hmm. to give our favorite songs and preview who we think could actually take out the title yes. before the Friday morning show. So for patrons, uh, subscribers, you will get the bonus episode where we reveal who we think can win and what mess is happening um, and talk all things kind of fic before the, the final. A little bit of a fic preview, I think. Yeah, see if we get a puppet show or someone randomly <laughs> riding a bike around or something. Who knows? All sorts of stuff Stranded Australians. Yes, exactly. exactly, exactly. So watch out for that one. And of course, after fic, we will have a podcast. Mm-hmm. We don't know what day yet. We're traveling up to North Queensland for Christmas, so we will fit it in the schedule somewhere. We will let you know when that is out. We're not sure because Sunday's cr- Christmas, right? Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. then Fix Friday. So a podcast will be out after Fick at some point about the show. Yes. We don't know when. Well, that's it for this week. Um, there were some snippets from Belgium, but we don't do snippets. We don't do snippets. No, we don't do snippets. So anyway, there was, that's it for the week from us. And we look forward to speaking to you after the Albanian national final is complete. Yeah. Look forward to it. Catch you later. See ya. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 AussieVision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.